Updating. I can have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awful, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> Happy Easter. Absolutely happy Easter, Dave. Happy Easter to you, Ben. Did you do anything today? I celebrated the uh, Easter holiday with my wife's family without my wife, who was at work. So I had to uh, drive out to her dad and his wife's house and never been there before. And they live in the most confusing neighborhood. But you know what? Thanks well, they to- refer to it as Cedar Tucky. <laughs> it's got to be confusing as soon as well, you this cross is actually, that line. This is actually like the... Uh, upscale oh like where they're building it up yes by the and, lake well the neighborhood is like a huge pretzel over there so i was like oh i'll get in the general area and i mean i'll just i'll i'll bump into it you know and uh, actually with the way technology is i'm like well i'll get close and if worst worst case scenario i'll put my gps on and it'll tell you exactly how to get there you got an iPhone. on my phone yeah you can't really get lost ever can well you? here's the problem with the iphone with cellular technology where i i just don't i guess i don't know enough about it but so I get in the neighborhood, and uh, I program the address in, and I'm like three or four blocks away. You know, it's like I said, it's a big circle-y pretzel-looking thing. And every time the thing goes to give me instructions, my wife's calling on my phone, and it kicks me off the map and goes directly to my phone. <laughs> oh. So I, the first time I hit, you know, decline to take the phone, I'm like, I'll get there and I'll pick up. She calling you to tell you how to get there? She called me like 11 times within less than 40 seconds. Like I, because I kept on hitting decline, and she'd be like, "Oh, there must oh. be something wrong," and calling. So then the map would come back up, and then she'd call again, and, and I got the kids in the back, probably a tactic, she screaming, from you. yeah, you know, fighting with each other. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So <laughs> I, I, I know he's, I know he's got the phone. That's, yeah, that's what you do to Nick, right? Yeah. So yeah, there you go. But there was I at some point I just picked up the phone and started screaming. I'm like, <laughs> you know, obviously I'm not picking up for a reason. I'm trying to figure out where this goddamn party's at. And uh, then I made my way into the party and uh, everything went great. Was it last week when I was complaining about like, oh, the snow is back. Well, like, yes. What's going on? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Was was it last week or the week before? Remember, there was a sheet of snow when you left. Dude, I think it was I mean, it could be week. either way. It snowed, I believe. It, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Worst case scenario, two weeks ago, we were talking about why is everything covered in snow again? Today, everyone's outside um, grilling out, barbecuing. 78 degrees. Seven, well, no way. Balmy. Really. Yeah. 78? That's where in Cedar Lake it was. Well, they have, that's on the lake. They have like Cedar Global Warming or something right. like that. But yeah, no, it's, it's kind of messed up, man, how fast. <clears throat> I was thinking, I was kind of thinking uh, maybe I ripped my kids off. I've talked about this a little bit before. Like I never know what age to introduce them to no stuff. No cable. <laughs> they're, they're absolutely getting jobbed with that. <laughs> no, they're not getting jobbed. I'm getting jobbed. They have Netflix. They can watch cartoons all right. they want. Here's how bad it is. I don't have cable, but I got one of those like digital antennas where you can get two, five, seven, whatever. Uh, the game yesterday. You mean rabbit ears and tinfoil? Uh, yeah, yeah. I have uh, <laughs> I have a bunch of tinfoil. It, it almost looks like when you take it home from like a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> right. Mine's in the shape of a duck. Right. I just feel like that makes the reception nicer. Yesterday, <laughs> I'm like, okay, this sucks. I don't have cable. However, game two of the Stanley Cup playoffs. 
The Hawks are playing in St. Louis, 3 p.m. Central Time, Channel 5. NBC, right? I'm stoked. It's going to be a normal television. I can actually reap some of these rewards. My stupid ass peeking duck I have hanging from my t- my TV uh, only started at 7. What do you mean? It, it just didn't find any channels. It didn't find CBS. It didn't find NBC. It only found ABC. And then 9 and 11 and 14 Spanish channels and a couple Polish channels and a bunch of dumb shit that I'll never, ever want to watch. But I'm deprived of two of my favorite things in this world, in this city. So did you go to your three-inch phone? I'm deprived, I'm deprived of Cheryl Scott, for one. That's offensive. She's on NBC. And I'm deprived of hockey on free TV. It was, dude, it was the worst. Did you watch it on your phone then? I literally got so mad. I just, I was like, I've been doing a lot of stuff lately. I've been working and going out. I've actually had some cool stuff going on. So I haven't spent that much time with the kids. I said, you don't screw it. I'll just, I took them for a walk and took them to the park. And then I stared at my phone and watched the Twitter feeds. Like you watch these sports writers now. Did Did you throw your phone angrily at the monkey bars? It was, they were, they were tied when I was. Up until six seconds left. I think it was four points. Was That's it? ridiculous. <laughs> God, I wasn't going to... Well, this is... I a, guess we can just do sports now. I wasn't going to do it. Hey, guys. How about some sports? Sorry, just, it just happened. Uh, this was kind of interesting, actually, because uh, we had opening day for Little League, same day, uh, same time. Our game was at 4 o'clock. Well, we had opening Were day in the morning. There? Yeah, but... Everybody was on watching their phones, and it's funny because people must. How's <laughs> that different? People must have their phones set to um, like alert for you know Blackhawks, like when there's major things happen. Because I, I've told you before, I could care less, I have no interest. Oh, so I'm actually standing at the at the gate. Beautiful day, watching the kids play baseball, yeah. watching my son play, and I hear like Bing, Bing, Ding, all these different you know whatever people's personal How ringtones annoying. are. And I hear guy people uh, under their breath, and like I know there was a uh, like a major penalty, like a game uh, a game misconduct uh, in the last in, in the last like five or ten minutes. Yes, and the Hawks uh, are down. They killed that penalty in the series now. Uh, Brent Seabrook, one of their top stars, one of their top defensemen. He's on the top defensive line. Um, they the Blues have a player named David Backus, and he's very good at hockey, but he's known for being very rough. He's known for hitting a lot. He hits anything in sight. He's a very physical player. Um, and it's been years he's been kicking the Hawks' ass, like four years. Even when they win the game, he's been hurting people. Him and uh, I'm pretty sure him and Taves have fought before. Uh, well, I guess, I don't know. This has just been going on for too long. And Seabrook, uh, it's, I guess it's borderline whether it was a dirty hit, but a lot of even Chicago guys are saying it was he hit him in the head. Uh, but he just he knocked him into he knocked him into Monday, dude. He just clobbered him. They're using that old like, oh, he's got cobwebs. Like, no, that means his brain is bruised right, right now. He doesn't have cobwebs. It means he's, his brain thinks he's dying. Yeah, so that happened. I didn't mean to interject too much, no. but it, but it was a big play because for the second game in a row, the Hawks were less than two minutes. And this was less than a minute uh, with the lead. You know, they have the game in hand. And they cough up the late one. And this one is because they were constantly on the penalty kill because they decided they wanted to be the old Philly Flyers. They wanted to be tough guys and start hit. Well, it was awesome for meatheads. The guy's on the floor. He's messed up. Now you lose the game. So And is that guy out? Is he suspended? Three games he got today. And how many games left in this series? Depending on well, how I mean, many if they lose. lose. They're down 0-2. So for sure, even if they got swept, which I don't think they will, but two more games. So it's pretty ignorant. It's very, it's very ignorant. You, I mean, you want to hit the guy, but 
chill out, man. No, I mean, not, not even that. Do. I mean, do you even really need to do that during the playoffs? Couldn't you just wait till next season or hit him in the parking lot after the game? Usually that's reverse, reserved for people that aren't that good at hockey. You know what I mean? Like right. for the th- the thugs, quote unquote. But there's not that many of them left, and Seabrook's not really one of them. So I don't know. It sucked. So everyone's going nuts at the park. Yes. It's, I'm picturing someone taking like one of those obligatory like uh, 13 pitch walks in Little League. And then, like the guys walk, the kids walking to first. Well, now I mean, we're in real and baseball going, now. Yeah, but <laughs> like we're in real baseball now, so we we act. They play all the rules, you know. Oh, uh, they steal? third strike, drop ball. You can take, you could run to first. I mean, stealing everything. I uh, feel like stealing shouldn't start until the the catchers are good enough to really throw somebody. Well, out. now you now that that's like became super important from last year to this year is, is to have a good catcher. So the first year you allow stealing in little league, it's like all you do is see the kids it, just yeah. Everybody steals. I know it's good to learn that rule. Really and it's shouldn't. also well, it's also good to keep the kids on their toes, the, the defense, and to say, hey, this is also something you need to be worried about. You know, and and yeah, people. Yeah. This, I think the only difference is there's a five run maximum per inning, except until the last inning. Okay, so. Every team should theoretically be able to score five <laughs> five runs, per, but it's getting a little more competitive. If you're these a are, single, you're on. These third. are nine and ten year olds, so I mean they're they're actually they're, some of these kids are can actually play pretty well. Oh well, yeah, they get better, but a ten year old throwing, you know, getting up from the crowd's position to not, throw somebody out. It's not necessarily out. even your physicality; it's it's the mental part of it. I mean, some of these kids are still staring into outer space. Some mm-hmm. of the kids are they don't remember again, like a, a third strike drop ball. I mean. I don't even think I knew about that when I played Little League. I didn't learn about that till after I was done playing baseball. I don't think nobody really even cared about that until the Josh Paul, the Josh Paul ball, they call it, in 2005. Uh, play, uh, yeah, I guess playoffs. 2005 when, uh, when the Sox won, that happened in the very end of the second game uh, against the Angels. The guy, it, he swung and, and, and missed, and I don't know if he swung, but it was it was strike three, and the ball sort of grazed the dirt, and it was this arguable thing where they weren't sure if it happened or not. Well, A.J. Brzezinski, knowing the rules, you know, just took off and went to first. Ever since then, it's happened a thousand times that I know right. about. But it was like, up until then, I was like, yeah, third strike. Um. So anyway, yeah, I just heard all these bleep, 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 ding, you know, all these, and these dads were like, well, what did you see? Like, some guy couldn't, you know, the phone reception wasn't. Watching videos? And then, that? well, then my my father-in-law and another uh, another one of the dads started watching. They were both hovered around one guy's phone watching that penalty and determining whether or not they believe that it was uh, worthwhile. And then uh, the guy lost I mean, his, the, the feed. And then the next thing he knew, he, he turned the game back on and he saw the replay of the puck going through the uh, goalie's legs. And then everybody, everybody, oh, then he turned around and told all the stands like, it's over. They lost. It's uh, bullshit. And then you know, they all the pack stop. up their, their chairs yeah. and <laughs> leave the kids playing. They all Let me, you could definitely feel the, uh, <laughs> the anger in the stands, but you know, it was like, Oh, that's it for the Hawks this season. That's it. They're done. You know? So this no having cable in the playoffs sucks, dude. The first game I went to work way early so I could just go there's cable in the workout room so I'm running on the treadmill for like 40 minutes because I'm just like right. I'm gonna run until this game's over like it, that was my that was double my, overtime that was my dangling carrot yeah I'm just and it's overtime it's double overtime eventually I'm like walking at like two and a half miles an hour <laughs> your cool down was uh, like yeah four hours long yeah I ended up having to just go to work and then it happened after Try I got on but I mean I would have never ever thought that I would have not seen the ending uh going early to watch it so I'm finding creative ways to either miss the game or to catch the game, and it just sucks. And we 
talked about running a little bit last yeah, week. Are you still? Well, are you still thinking of Steve um, throwing up and bending over as you jog past him? Uh, I saw him today, and I basically just said, "Hey, <laughs> Did you tell him? yeah, oh yeah." And he's like your rabbit. Well, I, I mean, I saw him, and I just, I just basically said, "Hey, you know what? Uh, this is where I'm at. You gave up, and we, you know, so I just rubbed it in, and I, now I'm, it's, I'm over it. I, I don't, I don't need it anymore." I was talking about annoying Twitter things at one time. We were talking about how he live tweets minor right. league baseball game. Well, I felt so bad the next day. I was like. A lot of it has been, I can't follow the guy. That's a dick move. So I followed him again. He's like, you didn't have to follow me. Yeah, because he heard this. and he's like, hey, yeah, I heard, right. you, I heard, I heard the podcast <laughs> right. and you said that you were going to, you had to delete me because I was so annoying. <laughs> and then you, get, right. then you gave me a courtesy follow. Go right, fuck yourself. Did. Well, hey, do what you got to do. Um, I decided it's my problem because I'm checking my Twitter feed too much, right? So if you're doing annoying things on Twitter, uh, arguably annoying whatever then maybe i'm looking at it you're too catching often. everyone as they happen yeah or maybe i'm watching you know what i mean right. maybe he doesn't maybe pe- him not just him but maybe other people don't go well this guy shouldn't be hanging on every damn word i say agree oh, that is the mentality behind twitter well so but anyways i follow him and he, i don't know this, I, don't, I don't mind it anymore i got it off my chest <laughs> no i'm good i think uh he won't admit it, but I'm sure he's glad to have you back because you're now yeah now he has 16 followers i don't have many either i'm good i'm glad to follow him i don't mind I just when I see it's like my when I see it's baseball stuff I'm just like yeah I feel you know the same mean? way I have like good interactions with anybody that's fine this week uh, so at, I'm at I just completed today week six day two of the eight it's an eight week program week six man so You're ready let's go yeah I let's um last Friday I think I had to run or Saturday I had to run for twenty minutes um run for twenty minutes that was that was the whole thing you did Straight. like a five minute warm up run 20 minutes, five minute cooldown. That's actually 20 minutes or two miles. And so I ended up running two 10 minute miles. So how'd it feel? Were you just killing you? Uh, you know what? No, it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't know why, but it, it wasn't as bad as I, I thought it was. I mean, there were times where it was like, you know, this sucks, but I, yeah. I powered through it. It was fine. I know unless I've done it, unless I've run all the time and got absolutely what well, you're kind of in a rhythm, but unless I do that, I just, you can't run two miles. No, I no, I can. I when I was watching the Hawks, I ended up running like three something just because I you know didn't want to stop. But uh, I just it's, a treadmill's rough too because I'm just staring at a clock. I don't even have. I just have a brick wall in front of mine, so it's uh, nothing. No, well, I have music, but I mean, but you're yeah. thinking. But you about know what I do time, is I, right? I keep the I keep the your... lights off if I can. I keep it as dark as possible, so at least I can think. I don't know why. It lets me. But that's what's nice about outside running a distance because like. That's all gone. You just go. I have to get to that place, and I'll just. I better get my. I better get right. right until I get there. You know. Well, I. So this is funny because I was psyching myself up to do this run uh, today, which was. Are today, you doing a run? Well, no. I mean, I was psyching myself up to I'm do in. The six two today, which was. I think it's uh, uh run five, walk three, run eight, walk three, run five. So. Um, and while it was happening, you see, the, the problem is, is, you know, with the, with the, if you'd stream on a cell phone and I have this app on my phone and I stream music, well, if you, because you're streaming, you can't put the phone on airplane mode. And I don't know if I talked about this before, but the problem is if somebody texts you or the phone rings, oh. it, it start, turns off the music and now your phone's ringing. I've actually never used airplane mode ever. So this is when airplane mode would work the best if yeah. you had the stuff already on your phone. But you need it. But if you're streaming, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. So for anybody who doesn't understand that, 
streaming means that you're pulling it off the internet in real time. Like, There's no option to just shut off like... I don't know. That's what I'm uh, hoping to reach out and somebody yeah. out there will put that on our Facebook page. But Let Dave know. Yeah, absolutely. So we, I start I start running or get my the cool down you know, or, or the warm up going and I start like one minute in and bam, my phone, all of a sudden I get a text message from Nick. It's a picture, Easter picture message of his children. And he's not only text message me, but he's text message every single person that he knows in the world. Okay. Uh, so what's happening you know is that? because I can see all the other phone numbers attached to the picture because he's put me in oh, sort a of a text group. So what's happening is I'm oh, running yeah. and all of a sudden my music keeps, every time someone texts, the music turns down <laughs> and, then the, and stops. Every so, time someone says cute pic. Yes. And it's just like, <laughs> and people feel compelled to say something. Yeah. Whether it's, yeah. Whether it's, uh, you know, poignant or whatnot. So yeah. I was ready to kill him. And I got <laughs> I hate, ap- I hate group messages for any reason. Yeah, there's there's them. no need for Unless them. I sent them. Uh, so I got off the treadmill and I told him what a douchebag he is. And he's like, <laughs> dude, I obviously didn't know. But, you know, whatever. Either way, it, it definitely messed up my, uh, my, uh, my rhythm. But I'll tell you this. So that happens with normal... Um, you know, with, with when you're using that the app and the uh, iTunes or whatever else, but if you use Spotify, which I started doing, me too. Spotify doesn't it doesn't cut into your music. It just it, it, there's a scroller across the top. It'll show the text message, but it, now if the phone rings, I'm sure you're, you're you know you have to deal with that. But when a text message came in, it did not lower the song. It played answer. right through. Huh? There's your answer right yeah. there. So. That's my answer for that. If you use Spotify, which I plan on doing, but just just to throw it out there, if anybody isn't using Spotify, if anybody knows there, if there's a way to specifically turn off tech, just text messages and just the phone without going into airplane mode and still be able to stream, I'd love to hear it. But that being said, um, Spotify, I've, dude, I've probably been, the best thing going right now, app wise. Yeah, we kind of besides the couch, we kind of touched it, uh, touched on it last week about how we were starting to use it about how. Um, people that had Pandora should be pissed because people would invent apps that were just a little bit better. Right. And that's kind of well, how here's capitalism the thing is, works. I read something on the internet this week about how iTunes was basically like freaking out because Spotify is pretty much going to be, I mean, that technology is, is just taking over for 10 bucks a month. You can listen to any song that's ever been made for the most part. It, it ruins the idea of buying a song, kind of, right? Because I bought two CDs You don't CDs need to buy a song. Week. You need to... It's almost like movies. Like You don't need to buy them. You just need to watch them a couple of times. I bought two CDs this week on iTunes. Um, just you because CDs? I, yeah. Well, I, down, I downloaded... Not CDs, but oh, I, I downloaded... I saw the record store. No, guy. I digital... I was pumped. <laughs> I digital, digitally downloaded two records. And uh, then I was like, God damn it. I could have just went to Spotify because there's really no reason to own anything. I don't have the page. It's all about library. Ben, this is literally like for you. If like, if you had to pay for the lot like the library, but you know what I mean? (laughs) It's just, it's borrow. It's borrowing. Yeah. But at your fingertips at all times, it's not like going to the library and they say, Hey Ben, sorry, you can't have the CD until next Tuesday when it comes back. Uh, Yeah, it is. I mean, it's always there for you. It's almost like Netflix of music sort of, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, like no, in the it fact that you is. don't need that movie, you can just watch as many or as little times as you and want. And you know what? I have I went through my CDs when I was uh, I was uh, th- only better options. Netflix got downsizing terrible. my uh, my area of the house that I get my little area. Uh oh. And I had boxes and Why boxes of CDs. 
Well, I just I was trying to because I need more. I just like to have more room and get rid of the shit. I, I thought you were getting shoved like no, uh, well, Milton in office space. That's, so you're like, that's I, pretty much I, what had happened to me. I got my guitars and I, was, I have a swing line stapler, a couple of guitars. <laughs> I was told if I had two children, I could still have the treadmill with my guitar area. <laughs> I was told I could still watch uh, deep cable television <laughs> in the basement if you let me. So the uh, what I did was I had you know I had one of those stupid shelves that everyone had back in the day that fit your CDs. And say I had like, you know, 800 CDs uh. with the jewel cases. So I went and bought one of those gigantic zipper cases and I threw all the jewel cases and, and it, you know, all the stuff away. So I just have the CDs now. Really? Because I'm like, you know, what? Do, it's just taking up space. And it's now true. I have it it's in true. a zipper bag. And But then I thought now. My like, friend Tony so, has all of them still. He has like shelves full of CDs. And every time I go, like, that's awesome. It's kind of cool. Like. I would never do it, but right. because I'm just not responsible is enough. He, My shit single? ends up in a trunk. No, he's just very organized. Okay, but I, after a while, it just collects dust, and I mean, you're not going to get around to listening at all. But I think he's into the collecting of it and the having of it. I, I understand. And I know that. you get that. I understand that, but I've started to, I guess, at this age, decide that there really is nothing worth collecting. I'm Nothing. with you. I look. I do that with every aspect of my life. I do it with people. I do it with activities. <laughs> I do it with food. I do it with. Everything. I'm even looking to. Get, I'm just thinking about just taking my baseball cards and taking it to a card shop and saying, "Hey, just give me a, a whatever for the lot of these." I thought about that too. I have over a hundred Michael Jordan cards, and I just I collected them like maniacally when I was young, and now I'm like, I don't care. Me personally, crazy as this sounds, I used to collect hockey cards, and there was a time. Um, They're all Chris Prong, like '97. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Night Al is Chris Prong. This is like a, <laughs> probably '96. No, maybe even before that. I used to get these cards, and I think they're upper deck, where they have like game jerseys, pieces of game jerseys on the actual card, glued to oh, the like card. Oh, a piece of fabric. Piece of fabric, piece of broken stick. How much was each one? I mean, they're they're out of the they're out of the pack. I didn't buy those like in a store. I bought those in the actual pack of but cards. They'd be randomly put in. Yes, like, right. Not just like you had to find that diamond in the yes. The jersey um, in the rough. And I have I have a ton of really really good hockey cards. More my my hockey cards are worth more than my baseball cards. You have to find a unique dude to buy that. But the thing is, I just don't care anymore. I thought about it. You know, hey, keep this until my grandfather. Um, you know, I think he was born in 1930, right around there. All his baseball cards and all my uncle's baseball cards went to my cousin Bob, and um, that I know of. And my thing was, you know, I have a bunch of cards. I was just going to throw those, those on top of the pile, and hopefully somewhere down the line, one of our family members has this yeah. awesome collection of baseball Somebody cards. Somebody will develop a drug habit. And yeah, anybody that loves Daryl Strawberry will be thrilled. <laughs> but For several reasons. You know, then I just figured, like, who cares, man? Who cares? I don't know yeah. how these card shops survive. I don't know how the glass. <laughs> I don't know what they do. The, remember they used to peddle those Franklin Mint plates, like commemorative coins? Who, who are these people? They're Well, f for me... It was my adolescence. Like, I was way into it. Yeah, I know. And I mean, I'm 100% with you. Like, my, I used to have... Uh, my mother-in-law used to collect those, go to McDonald's as all... Like, she would drive all over the entire county to get the different Beanie Babies. Remember when McDonald's had those Beanie Babies? <laughs> so many people it lost was, their was ass crazy. Beanie Babies. And all they do is they're just like, they collect dust mites. They're, they're nothing. They're worth nothing. Well, it's like that craze, that mania of... Of like I gotta get this now while it's hot. Right. But like, if you don't get rid... It's you gotta like, get it, and you gotta hit it, quit it. And, you know, that's it. When it. Look, when it comes to Beanie Babies, you have to hit it and quit it. Right. I've all, my grandmother herself used to always say that you have to hit it and quit it. <laughs> it's almost like I look at it like a bar. You know, you want to open a trendy bar. I remember there was a, there was that bar in, um, remember Finky's in Highland on, yeah, uh, yeah. on, 
what is that? Kennedy Avenue. Just past uh, it was, Road. It was like the big thing because that was like the first bar around in, in Lake County, at least, that had the uh, the ultimate fighting in the bar. Yeah, they like, had like a stage area. And that, it was a, dude, that place was making money hand over fist for like two years. That's one of two bars I ever got in underage. And and then all of a sudden it was like. I know it was gone in a hurry. All I'm saying is it seems to me like obviously you can't be trending forever. It is what it is. You have your time in the sun and you need to know when when to hit the road. Yeah. When it comes <laughs> to Walking Dead, uh, Dexter, Mad Men. Dude, I hit all that shit. Michael and Jordan? I quit all that shit. Michael Jordan, I hit it and right. I quit it. Absolutely. <laughs> no, you're right. There is a sweet spot because I even had, uh, there was like Marvel cards for a while. They would draw a really like sexy version of the X-Men or whatever. Right. I'm referring to Beast right now, by the way. <laughs> I was and they would that. draw all of them. And uh, I had a bunch of those. They're really cool. Like great artwork. And uh, I remember one day, someone had a garage sale. And I was like, I don't know, just sell it for 10 bucks or whatever. I just didn't care. And, I, and that's long gone. And I thought maybe now my kid would like it. But I go, but like you said, eh, let, let him get his own cards. Because the fun is in the collecting and the fun is the getting it. The fun is in the hitting it. The, the quitting it needs to happen. But yeah, you know what I mean? What, what's interesting about my brother, I remember, had all, like, I think there was three different um, seasons or sets of Garbage Pal Kids. And he had them all. <laughs> and I, I bet you he still has them. And if he does, I, I think they are worth money. But I'm I'm still saying they're... 500 bucks is like the very most. Yeah, definitely. 89 or something. But it's almost the only fun that the only fun that you have doing it is when you find other, you have other like minded people that also are collecting and you get competitive in your collecting or trading. Because for you to just be into something to collect and not have that to share with somebody else is stupid. You know, like, you know, the panning for gold is fun. Just looking at the numbers in your account, not that great. But it it isn't the hunting. You know what I mean? It isn't the. Well, a perfect example is this. So last night, um, I ha- I was I'm all- I was off Saturday and Sunday, which is tonight. Uh, this weekend I rotated around to these nights. This is my my uh, weekend off, and instead of going out and doing something, I sat in my lazy boy and watched <laughs> boxing, which to me that's what I wanted to do anyway. But um, by myself because it's I don't like that old Bill Cosby bit, which is where I wanted <laughs> to be in the first place. Yes, I. Watched it by myself because I have zero friends that like boxing. I don't really. What days you watch it? I would watch boxing. Well, that's the thing is like I don't think to call you because or a lot of these people because some 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 people are like, yeah, I'd come over to watch. Yeah, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'd come over and watch boxing. I don't want you to come over and watch boxing. Okay. Because I I don't want you I don't want you to come over here and we're gonna bullshit and boxing's gonna be on in the background. Uh, You know what I mean? Like. You don't want to be watching the Hawks playoff game and and have me come over because I'm going to be wanting to bullshit and that's going to be a a second to me. So it's almost like I would want to watch a playoff game or a a fight like that, a major fight like that with somebody that I really like by myself or with one or two people that are really. It's like when the Hawks won last year, man. It was, I grilled out and it was myself, my father in law, uh, you know, like my my wife and my, my very young kids at the time and stuff like that. Uh, and it was kind of like, man, I should be doing more. I should be like shooting guns off in the street and going crazy. But then I thought, like, this is actually kind of nice because I watched every play. Right, you actually got to soak it in. So no, I I get it. And I I guess that's where the, that's the benefit of of the Facebook and the and Twitter is because 
you know, you can interact and you can have a back and ah, forth with people yeah. without having to have them here. And it's, it's not about not being social, but I guess I don't think women would understand this as much as guys and being into a specific sport like boxing where it's sort of hit or miss. There was a time where UFC was like huge MMA, especially the UFC bigger than pride or whatever. UFC is pretty big. Right? Right or now? What, yeah. But I, I mean, there was a time though, I think when it, it was bigger than it is now, I think there it was, it was newer. Yeah. When it, not when it was like, Hoist Gracie knew, right. but, you know, like with like 10 to years say, ago, like eight Tito years ago, Ortiz right. That time, era, yeah. Chuck Liddell, yeah. uh, you know, Randy Couture, all those guys, um, new enough to get a shitload of attention, but not old enough people to be were paying like the $70 normal. for the pay-per-view and they'd have a bunch of their meathead dudes buddies over and they'd be like, let's watch, you know, we're going to watch the UFC you know, yeah. 38. That's sort of one of those things that you can have in the background and there's so many, there's like 12 fights or eight fights. Yeah. So people can mill around and wait till people the ones that they like really the want to see. Right. So you so, know you're just saying like the heckler from Fitness Planet wouldn't be like, hey, let's watch the game. <laughs> well, so last night. Uh, set the meat, set the weights down appropriately, meathead. There's a, a yeah, bell on the wall that lets you know when you're being too loud. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking so about that all week. Last night there was three uh, three fights on this card and they were they were all uh, they were all pretty good. And, and you know what? The whole point was is that I sat at home and watched this thing by myself and I wouldn't have had it any other way. Was it HBO boxing? No, it, this was it, right? on Showtime. Showtime? Yeah. So it wasn't like a huge event, like a car that you paid for. It was a yeah, it wasn't a pay per view, but it was but it, it was fight. definitely a, a title fight. I mean it was a okay. it was a, a one that I probably every every person that likes boxing would definitely be watching. Right on. Um so there was that. I don't know where. I don't know how the you hell. Were, I don't. You were just saying like how much you enjoyed watching it by yourself. No, there was. Oh, we were talking about trading cards. Yeah. Or, or you know. So I was saying it's almost Being like into a hobby. It, it would be a lot funner if you knew a bunch of people that if I knew a bunch of people that were into boxing and really wanted to talk boxing because I just don't. It's sort of hard to be into something that no one else gives a shit about. Yeah. You know. It's. it's yeah. That's how I feel walking around the house all the time. <laughs> no, no one gives a shit oh. about the stuff I'm into at home. Yeah. Live action role playing. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? You wear a night costume to bed once in a while. I'm like, so I want you to call me Lannister. Why is that so? Oh, all of a sudden, I'm some weirdo. Which one? The little one? Tyrion. Yeah. Uh, definitely, weird. if you were going to be one. It doesn't one. seem weird when I'm in the moment. I can tell you that. <laughs> Got Stitcher? We're on it. So get it. Stitcher's an award-winning provider of news and talk radio for your mobile phone. Stitcher Smart Radio. The smart way to listen to radio. Let me ask you this. What's more annoying to you? A, a middle-aged guy on a recumbent bike? <laughs> that's the one where you sit. For people that don't yes. know, that's the one where you sit down. Yes. You look like you're riding. It's a big wheel. Can yes. We, it's a big wheel? <laughs> yes. Right. For, or a woman riding her own Harley. What was the... What was the... Man riding? Descriptor? No, I know I know who we're talking about, but what is the the adjective? What's the most... What's more annoying? What, what makes more you... More annoying. Yes. To you as uh, your sensibilities. Recumbent bike guy still. Really? Yeah, I think. Uh, nothing bothers me more than a chick on a Harley. I just it really bothers me. That's that's a good one. That's a toss up. I I he, here's why the recumbent bike guy bothers me because I think there's something else brewing. The fact that you're doing that. How uh, embarrassing for his children. It's just the fact that you're doing. They probably have one of those like stupid flags that comes yes. up in the back. A yellow. I've flag, never seen one without. And they wear biker shorts to do it. I don't think you need that. But they do the whole nine yards. But then I go, what else is going on? Like the fact that you, it's like the kite guy. Like, why'd you put a shirt on? Why'd you put a kite shirt on? You couldn't, you couldn't have flown a kite. I'm like, why is he setting up a kite for an hour? 
what's going on in his life that he has got an hour to kill to set up a kite. Where does this recumbent bike guy put his bike when he's not riding it? Because it takes up a, a hell of a lot of room. I it's not a like a bike you can hang on. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> but Chick on Harley does not. It bothers me, well, but I think you. like least... that's. Oh no, it's it's bad. But I feel like that's like her bag all the time. She's like, yeah, I ride a bike. You guys don't have balls. I got balls. You know what I mean? Check out these. Uh, the dude on the recumbent bike. I feel like he packs it up. And then he goes inside and he does something far more dangerous and worse <laughs> for society. So I'm like, if we're going to cut one out, it's got to be that guy. Gotcha. Maybe less annoying, definitely more dangerous. Nirvana in the Hall of Fame. I, we, oh. I, wanted, to touch on the, well, I wanted to touch on this last week because we, we both, for sure, 100%, without a doubt, agree that they're supposed to be there. I know that. <laughs> I know that. I don't think, that, I don't think they, sh- they should not be. I do not think they should not be. Well, good. Thank you for giving that. I was wondering where you were falling on that. No, I've, I think they should be. Do you think it's weird that... He would always cite punk references, and he would always cite punk bands as his favorite, and say like he thought Nirvana was kind when of. When you punk. say he, you're talking about Dave. I'm talking, Cole. About, I'm talking about Chris Novoselic, yeah, the guy who dresses <laughs> like a pioneer now. Uh, no, I'm talking about Kurt Cobain, of course. Uh, he would always cite punk references, and I always wondered. So did most of the guys in Guns and Roses. But someone who was a big punk fan, like so, I never was. I liked the Queers. I liked the early Green Day. I, I just never was a huge punk guy. You know, I'm going to isolate that, right? That's fine. <laughs> beautiful. I liked Op Ivy a little bit, but uh, I never was way into punk, and I always thought somebody that was would listen to that and go like, this dude's not punk. He's way too... Because uh, he was kind of like... I don't know if he was feminine, but he always would... He was small of stature. He wasn't aggressive. He would always talk about things that were very pro, you know, burn your bra. He was very, like, pro-woman, you right. know? So I just didn't know how well that sat with yeah, someone of... I don't know. I, someone I, like I, yourself who likes nunchucks and shit. I was definitely uh, not into Nirvana while they were happening, for sure. And, and every the punk references were, like... like no, because like, I, I, nev- I, never even knew, I never even knew he was making any because I, I didn't oh. read any of the interviews. Like, I really wanted... To, I'll never forget there was a guy... I can't remember his name, but I remember when Kurt Cobain killed himself i remember a guy took a white t-shirt in high school and he wrote on the t-shirt like r.i.p kurt and then there was like a yeah. lyrics to a song on the back well this dude did it in a sharpie you know on a white t-shirt that was kurt's thing this was a very um john lennon moment for this guy you know yeah, what i mean so of course yeah i didn't experience that i, I remember really i was like was i was dead. like worried about my, my my older brother mark uh was was just what like the reason that you do a lot of things is because of your older brothers. You know, a lot of the influences I have, well, Mark was way, way in Nirvana, and it's probably one of the things that helped me out, too. I was anyways, but didn't hurt that your older brother right. thought they were great as well. Uh, I remember I was, we were, like, legitimately worried about him. I was in San Antonio watching my oldest brother, Nate, graduate from uh, Air Force boot camp, and we just saw it on uh, the hotel television. And I remember thinking, like, Mark didn't go. He stayed, I think, with my Aunt Kathy or something. But I remember thinking, like, oh, man. And I think he later told me, like, he was borderline, like, thought about hurting himself or something. You know what I mean? Because, well, when, when that's the voice of your generation and that guy happens to be super depressed and you're an adolescent and you're just very, very influenced at the time. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a dangerous combination. I remember they had tons of suicide hotlines open and just, it was a big deal. Goddamn motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hall of Fame. They're in. Um, I'm With excited. Kiss. I know we made fun of Kiss for a few. This is weeks ago. I ever feel it's so weird. Like, we talked about Kiss for 15 minutes and didn't mention, like, my favorite band. But uh, they did a performance at the uh, Hall of Fame on an inductee show, whatever you call it. Did they do, like, a hologram, Kurt? No. What they did was it was it was Tupac. It was uh, <laughs> everyone in the 27 Club. 
but they had all women. Uh, they had Chris Novoselic, Dave Grohl, and Pat Smear, which were the right. the ending members at the time. Uh, they had them come back and do a few rehearsals and get get right. And they had uh, Saint Vincent, who's up and coming female artist, uh, Lord, that chick that looks like Darlene from Roseanne <laughs> that won all the awards, and uh, Joan Jett. And I believe uh, Kim, what's it, Gordon from Sonic Youth. Mm-hmm. They had just women do the vocals, That's and the rest weird. of the band do Why? the same. Um, I guess, I guess uh, Chris Novoselic said that he originally had put he wanted Joan Jett to do one of them. I think Smells Like Teen Spirit, which we I think we've talked a little bit before. I just don't think it should ever be covered by anybody. Not because of it's like it's like some. Not because of uh, how sacred. Right. It's just have you ever heard anyone cover no. Nirvana and been like that sounds great just never occurred i don't know uh but yeah i he like i said he was very like pro woman and all his songs even the song rape me was supposed to be satire yada yada so he was he was way into chicks and uh they decided to just have them do it so i didn't know did you hear it caught, i caught i caught a piece of lords got a piece i got like a little piece of each one the joan jet thing uh keep i don't you can keep all of it for my money I don't like when anyone covers any of my really favorite songs, unless it's been covered a shitload of times already. I gotcha. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not against them being in there. I think they do have a a, a place in the uh, rock and roll hall of fame. I wonder. It's I, in the back. I wonder if there's. <laughs> I wonder if there's any. Uh, it's in the nerd section, the cafeteria, <laughs> rock and roll. I wonder if there's any other band that's been around that short a period of time that has that kind of like accolades or. Oh yeah, or, Sex Pistols. How long did they play? Two years, three years. Oh, God, really? That's yeah. it? Yeah. They only have like well, no one real all studio record. Then. And then the other one, they, they kept on doing these things where they re-release like a, you know, they would add one track and it was sort of the joke. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they they were, I want to say like two years. If, wow. If that. Yeah, because Kurt, you're talking like five, yeah. arguably, whatever. I mean, yeah. So. That's crazy. Yeah. Attention, citizens of Crescent City and the rest of the world. At the end of a long, hard week, we can all use a little break, a little escape from the madness. Tune in Fridays, 6 to 8, and lock yourself into the Fallout Shelter. I'm your host, Jason Fallman. Join Cousin Ray and I as we read your tweets, respond to Facebook posts, take calls, and listen to all types of quality music while trying to laugh about this crazy world. It's the Fallout Shelter, Crescent City's most interactive radio show. Friday nights, 6 to 8 on KFUD Radio, 101.1 FM, and streaming online on Interestingly enough that we're talking about music, I came across this website. Uh, let me see if I can find the name of it. So the the website is called uh, Flavorwire, flavorwire.com. And I saw this article on somebody else's page. It says it's called the 30 harshest musician on musician insults in history. Awesome. So I was reading through these and I'm like, dude, these are brutal. Are they awesome? Oh yeah. This is probably one of the, I don't like lists. I hate them. I'm going to, I'm going to try to buzz through these, uh, Egat. <laughs> as fast as I can, uh, feel free to comment on the ones that you, uh, that you find, uh, interesting. Feel free to mention names like Rutu and Tutu. This, uh, number 30 is, uh, Wayne Coyne. Oh, I think you said 13. 30. Oh, well, 30. Yeah, good ones. Wayne Coyne, uh, Flaming talking Lips. about, from Framing Lips, uh, talking about Arcade Fire. Oh, dude, that's Indian Indie Crime. 
I get real. This is a direct quote. According <laughs> to this website, I get really tired of their pompousness. We've played some shows with them and they really treat people like shit. People treat Arcade Fire like they're the greatest thing ever and they get away with it. They have good tunes, but they're pricks, so fuck them. I like that. <laughs> That's Chris, funny. This dude. is Christina Aguilera on uh, Lady Gaga. I'm not quite sure who this person is. To be honest, I don't Whatever, know, I don't know if it's a woman or a man. <laughs> Okay. So this is this isn't like somebody saying this in private. This is them putting I one celebrity putting this out there in the in the maybe thirty is not too what do you many. call it this the interweb <laughs> the ultranet. Okay, uh, David Lee Roth on Elvis Costello. Got a badu. That that was it. Did you see <laughs> That's that? What one? he said. <laughs> That's it. But Elvis Costello is like you son of a bitch. Music journalists like Elvis Costello because music journalists look like Elvis Costello. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> I want you to tell me at the end. Get a piece of paper or something, and tell me which ones you feel are the uh, the top three. When we, when we all right, all right. Uh, this is Lily Allen on Cheryl Cole. Lily Allen, you got to insult people we know, but okay. Uh, taking your clothes off, doing sexy dancing, and marrying a rich footballer must be gratifying. Your mother must be so proud. Stupid bitch. Whoa, it ended with stupid bitch. <laughs> yes. well, that might skyrocket it to the top. Trent Reznor on Marilyn Manson. Oh. A malicious guy. Now, this is Trent Reznor talking Ooh. about Marilyn. About Marilyn Manson. About Marilyn. Now, they, Marilyn Manson recorded it could be a with good, him. It might be a positive comment. These Maybe. aren't all necessarily negative. Oh. A malicious guy who will step on anybody's face to succeed and cross any line of decency. It doesn't sound like a compliment. <laughs> it doesn't sound like, I mean. Maybe in their world. Yeah. Okay. Mark E. Smith, who I'm not. All except for the last like, line would make <laughs> right. sense. You know what I mean? Well, maybe they could just, uh, whoever their manager is. If you just said just... step on any guy, they'd be like, oh, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark E. Smith on Mumford and Sons. There was this there was this other group warming up, and they were terrible. I said, huh? I said shut <laughs> them cunts up. <laughs> the C word. And, st- and they were still warming up. So I threw a bottle at them. I thought they were. I thought they were a load of retarded Irish folk singers. Wow. So that is uh, Mark. E. Would you, Smith. What a prick do you have to be like at the bar, like getting ready for your show? Like whoever the opening act is, I'm going to throw bottles and <laughs> call them cunts. Especially when you're Marky e. Smith. I don't even know who that is. No. Uh, Courtney Love on Dave Grohl. So you could assume this one's going to be great. As for that drummer, well, he's hit on me many that times. Drummer. He's just a very, very conflicted guy about me, which is why he continually writes songs about me to hear he hates me more than anyone else. Kurt loathed him more than anyone else, except journalists. He's just a sub-mediocre kind of guy who does nice guy nonsense. Dude, anybody who ever knows... like If you know anything about those characters involved, that's the biggest pile of crap I've ever heard. Now you're claiming to know Dave Grohl? Dude, that's the... Oh, he hit right. on me many times. That's what fat chicks say when, when people Perfect. don't sleep with them. Dave Grohl on Courtney Love. She's an ugly fucking bitch. Well, let me get my pencil out. <laughs> All right. Kathleen Hanna um, on Courtney Love. And Kathleen oh, Hanna's dude, they from They hugged it out, Kill, too, at the Hall of Fame. Who Grohl and... Uh, yeah. Erkward. <laughs> uh, Kathleen Hanna on Courtney Love. Where's the baby? In the closet with an IV? Probably. Paul Weller on Freddie Mercury. He said he wanted to bring ballet to the working class. What a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I want to use that about something that completely... I want to t- use that about you in a tweet. <laughs> what did he bring ballet to the working class? 
okay, this is uh, Richie Edwards on The Levelers. Do you know who either of these people are? Levelers. I actually like them. Is. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is what Richie Edwards has to say about The Levelers. Kicking a head in a prison bed and they tell you it's the law. Dun, dun. That's The Levelers. Never heard of it. I think. You could go to any Levelers concert and stand in the middle and shout Jeremy and 75% of the audience will turn around. I don't know what that means. I guess it's very white. Really? <laughs> I guess. Jeremy is a term I think for white a, people? I think it's a pretty badass dig. That's a term for white people? Jeremy? No, like saying, hey, there's a bunch of dudes named Jeremy. Like everyone in their fans is named Jeremy. Like just a white How's bread. it even... Like if I go there and yo, hey, Josh. I, I, I guess Jeremy or Josh would be sort of like a frat boyish sort of like... Lunkhead, I didn't know there was any guy. negative connotation to it, Jeremy. Uh, well, you've just yeah. There's now this is no longer funny. No, <laughs> it's okay. Listen, I'm just going with my guts. Kurt Cobain on Guns N' Roses. They're really Maybe. talentless people, and they write crap music. That's not fair. And they're the most popular <laughs> rock band on the earth right now, and I can't believe it. So obviously, this was written a while ago. That wasn't uh, cutting. <laughs> that wasn't recently. Uh, Nick Cave, who everybody knows, Nick Cave on the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm forever near a stereo saying, what the fuck is this garbage? And the answer is always the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> uh, this is uh, your favorite in my Noel Gallagher of the uh, of Oasis yeah, hey. on the Kaiser Chiefs. They play dress up and sit on the top of an apex of meaninglessness. They don't mean anything to anyone apart from their... Apart from their uh, fucking ugly girlfriends, <laughs> that guy. I think both these guys, man, Who's they more bitter than a Gallagher. Yeah, man. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, including the comedian, who is more bitter? <laughs> Gallagher too. <laughs> uh, three super angry Gallagher's. Um, Elvis Costello on Morrissey. Oh, brooding Mor- and brooding crime. <laughs> Morrissey writes wonderful song titles, but sadly, he often forgets to write the song. <laughs> that's funny though that's sharp uh, there you go well he is uh, and he's drinking Costello. coffee and somebody was smoking Noel Gallagher on Jack White of the White oh, Stripes this is, this is gonna conflict he looks like a zero on donuts <laughs> a zero on donuts <laughs> is that a G- professional give me, hold on, give me a minute I've been drinking <laughs> a zero on donuts Rick James on Prince I still don't know what that means a little short egoed fucker who I had a feeling didn't <laughs> like the people of his own race couch. and wanted to be white and taller. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Mark E. Everett on the Beatles. John Lennon sings about peace because he's a woman beater. Hippies are so full of shit. Boo, as a, as a, did he beat women? I don't know. I'm just going to go with what he says because yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Uh, Richie Edwards on Slow Dive. We hate Slow Dive more than we hate Hitler. No, oh, that's, that's, you yeah, hate it a lot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Ian Brown on Bono. He's such a fake, isn't he? When, when he did Live Aid, which made them a worldwide group, he looked out and saw that black girl in the middle of all them people. And she's from Hackney or something. And he was like... <laughs> Here's a great shot for me around the world to show I'm Mr. Africa. <laughs> it's like colonist times. It's like it's like colonist times with a big white hat. Uh, yeah, I'm with him with fuck Bono, dude. Uh, Robert Smith on Morrissey. It doesn't get oh, any more. Uh, if Morrissey says not to eat meat, then I'll eat meat. 
That's how much I hate Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> really? I would, yeah, I would have thought they were wow. buddies. Wow, no kidding. Morrissey and Bob Geldof. Bob Geldof is a nauseating character. Band-Aid was one of the most self-righteous platforms ever in the history of popular music. I would love to hear Robert Smith be like, I hate Morrissey more than I hate the world. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. Robert Smith would be like, I hate, uh, I hate Morrissey more than I hate sunshine. <laughs> Morris would be like, I hate I you more than I, sunshine. I hate you more than I hate birthday cake. I've oh. never had it, but I just I think about it and I hate you more than that. <laughs> Elton John on Madonna. Anyone who lip syncs in in public on stage when you pay seventy five quid to see them should be shot. I agree with him, but nobody cares about quid. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy yeah. George on Madonna. Fancy on fancy. Crime. Boy George on Madonna. A vile, hideous human being with no redeeming qualities. Short, succinct, oh, yeah. to the point. Something. Yeah, that's right. Boy George on Elton John. All that money, and he still <laughs> he still got hair like a fucking dinner lady. <laughs> <laughs> Boy George. Them is slapping words. How could Boy George? <laughs> How can he say anyone looks like shit ever? <laughs> Elton John on Keith Richards. It's like a monkey with arthritis trying to go on stage and look young. I don't even know what the hell that means, but I can envision. One would have to assume ahead of time that it's an old monkey. Morrissey on Brett Anderson. He'll never forgive God for not making him Angie Bowie. (laughs) That's pretty pretty cutting. That's pretty cutting. Anton Newcomb on Eric Clapton. People talk about Eric Clapton. What has he ever done except throw his baby off a fucking ledge and write a song about it? Oh, God. <laughs> Who said that? Anton Newcomb. Oh, boy. What? I don't know who that is. His band is called the Brian Jonestown Massacre. I would pummel his face with a fire hydrant like that scene in Irreversible. If someone ever said that to me. My God. Uh, and the... Uh, Let's see. I already have my winner for absolute meanest thing anyone's ever said. I, I felt the same way. Wow. Wow. What do you got? Well, oh, gosh. I have to put that it Clapton one in. It's not my favorite. It's just so... Uh, it's the meanest thing I've ever heard anyone say to anyone. So that one's in there. Uh, Dave Grohl. What do you say about Courtney Love? She's just a fucking ugly bitch. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. That, that's in there. And... Uh, the Nick Cave Red Hot Chili Peppers one is funny too. Oh yeah, it was something to the effect of like every time I go like, what am I listening to? What the f is this? <laughs> right. uh, it's, it's always it's... because that's exactly what I think. I go, who's this pew pew? Who's this muted, super dumb? Music? I I still say they are the worst. I, I worst. I dude, you know what's overrated. crazy is I was at my buddy Alex's one time and we were having beers and hanging out and he showed me a live DVD of them because he's a huge fan. I didn't want to take a poop all over him as a guest in his house and they were getting down i mean the guitar i don't know who the guitarist was on john for dude they were i mean the music was like legitimately was really really good like they were it was amazing when i was watching them do like these were musicians oh it's anthony kiedis who ruins it for everything but no what uh, he's in there but he's good he's good but he's who cares about his antics no no you're right you're right anthony but my thing is, like, they were getting down, like, and I was like, wow, this is really good. Maybe I was wrong about them. I listen to their records again, and I go, no, I'm not. So why don't they do what they're it capable of doing? Yeah, it doesn't translate. Would you rather Would Probably you rather travel across country in a car with David Lee Roth or, what's it's, his name? What did I say? Anthony Kiedis. Oh, my gosh. Here, Anthony, Anthony Kiedis I would go with has David no Lee shirt Roth. as well. I would go with David Lee Roth. Oh, Although man, I, I would have to get earplugs because he would never, ever, I don't know if that's part of this thing, it would never, ever stop talking. 
and I would get upset about it, but I feel like Anthony Kiedis would tell me. Weird, he said the same thing about you. <laughs> well, fair <laughs> enough. Hey, we got takes one to no one. I feel like Anthony Kiedis would tell me every time we stopped at a rest stop, like, I used to score over there. <laughs> like, I used to I used to bang, uh, you know, I used to meet some dude in the restroom and get bags over there. But I would have to hear about how he scored heroin right. and or dudes at every other stop. <laughs> And, you know, by the time we hit Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'd be like, all right, that's it, out. You that's just have the heroin needle in you, too. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, I'll try it. If you <laughs> shut great. your mouth, I'll try it. <laughs> My buddy Flea was in point break. Was he in point break, too? Or was it just Flea? Yeah, No, I think they both were. They both were? I think, yeah, I think they both were. That's Johnny Utah. <laughs> Some movie news. I just saw um, before you came over. I was looking at the uh, the internet and I saw that Robin Williams has agreed to return as Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm like, why no is way. it? Why are we making You're another Miss? No, I swear. Why are we making another Mrs. Doubtfire? The first is, one was so shitty. Is there no depths we can sink to to get sequels? <laughs> no. I mean, could you think of a movie? And I think we talked about last week. There won't be a Ghostbusters three, which is great. But now to say that there will be a Mrs. Doubtfire two is, is horrendous. I mean. I look at Robin Williams, and I know he does a lot of stuff on like on Broadway, and he does that's like his. I think that's his bread and butter uh, nowadays, at least. To do Mrs. Doubtfire two voiceovers, pay him a ton too. Horrible, dude. Horrible. I, sequels are so bad. I wake up like in a cold sweat that they're gonna make like a seven two and call it eight, or they're gonna have like Fight Club two, and I'm like, no. I wake up uh, just just saturated. That surely like, no. Stink. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it for me. Legends of the Fall too. I, I just start naming other Brad Pitt movies that I act like I'm not when, into it. When they have movies that are sequels, but they make them all at once and they only put them out, then it's a little bit different, I guess, Ugh. because they're 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 like at a clip. But when you stop, you shut down for 25 years and then you remake you remake Mrs. Doubtfire. It's, it's just the opposite. Who of, who wants Mrs. Doubtfire too? Nobody. Who wants Transformers? Who wants Robin Williams? Uh, that's debatable, I guess. But get the f- no. I, dude. I just mean, like, it's the opposite of art in that art just happens because someone's trying to create something, but you're trying to, you're, you're counting the money and then going, how can we create something to, to make that happen? It's just, it's the freaking opposite, which is why Dumb and Dumber 2 scares me to death. Dumb. All, all these Dumb yeah. and Dumber. No, Dumb and Dumber is Dumb and Dumber, is not Dumb and Dumber 2. The prequel. Yes. Or whatever. The they, yeah, they all, they all scare me to damn death. That being said, I'm not going to lie. Sin City 2. I saw a trailer for that. Oh, I haven't seen the trailer I'm for into it, dude. Yeah. I'm into it because it looks so weird. I'll watch any movie that looks that crazy. A couple things I have to wedge in here real quick. Uh, one of our listeners asked me to define trending. Like on Twitter? Just in general, like on the internet. What is trending? It means a mass of people are all paying attention to it at the same time, right? Whether and talking about be electronic, talking about right. it. So I guess for people that aren't aren't so um, oh, tech okay. savvy, yeah. If you see something is trending, then that would mean that like, uh, yeah, all these bigger websites pick up on these uh, stories that everyone's talking about, and then they will uh, space they will say, hey, this for instance. Um, I don't know what's trending. Well, it comes uh, Coachella. It comes a lot with like um, on Twitter with hashtags. Like if someone's hashtagging Coachella, and there's so many, you know, what counts? How many people hashtag? Basically that. saying this is the trend. The trend is that people are talking about this particular yeah, topic. Right, like now. a large mass of people are all trending. Speaking of Coachella, 
Do you do music festivals? No, never been to one ever. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I w- Shocking. I've been I've been to like the Riot Fest here in Chicago. I've never been to Lollapalooza. I mean, no. Riot Fest is is like a uh, at the Congress Theater, and it's like you same thing. Like place like that's going to fall down when the wrong <laughs> bass note hits it. The Congress Theater. 20- I played a show there once with one timer. Whole dude, we were playing in the front, like the lobby. I thought the place <laughs> was absolutely going to fall down on us. Uh. Yeah, it was like it's like a twenty twenty band extravaganza or whatever. But right so that's the only music festival I've ever. I've never gone to no. an outdoor music festival. What would it I have take no to, interest in. What would it take to get you to uh, Coachella? I'll just say Lollapalooza because it's in oh, Chicago. Oh, I would never, never. What would it take? Every man's got a price, Dave. I don't know. It's man. That's a good question. I mean, I'd have to be driven to and fro. I would have to be. <laughs> I mean, a lot of it is just the, the hullabaloo, man, like the traffic and the, the parking. If and I said, dude, parking's people. not an issue. We're taking a limo. You can just get wasted or or do whatever you want. I don't like, know, man. Just There's hang. just too many people and, I, and like too many young people. And it's just like. Would I, it be a band? Would that, would there, is there any band no. that would attract you enough no. to go? No. There's not any you band you want to I'll see tell you, no? I, I, I've never seen the Rolling Stones. I've never seen Pink Floyd. I've never seen uh, a lot of bands. Are all the members of Pink Floyd still with us? Uh, yeah. I don't know. But if they were, if all the members were there and I said, you can go. I mean, they've had, they've played. Uh, Somebody, somebody, somebody's playing, um, uh, Elton John and, uh, Billy Joel, I think are playing again at, uh, at Wrigley. And I wouldn't go to that because it's just too much. I, I just, no, I think I'm like, like, Joel, like you play piano, man. And I, like your wife was talking about, like, I'm just, I'm just over concerts. I'm just over it. You're really, over the live music experience. What if yeah, what if uh, a great band was coming to a small venue? I just I'm over it. I, I just live music doesn't do it for me anymore. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like I'm I'm probably age wise I'm not, but I I feel too old to really like cut loose and enjoy. Is it, it just, because of all the ancillary things? Like uh, I don't want to have to get a sitter. I don't want to no do blah, no blah, blah, no. Blah. I mean, I, I would. <laughs> you just don't want to go. I would absolutely pick up, and I've done it before, where I pick up and run to like Zanies in Chicago. You know, I've tried to get you out to a yeah. few. I tried to get you to go to Toadies. Yeah, and I I love those venues. I've been there many times, but I just I've just no interest in is going. It just to too many live people. Band. Like that doesn't help. I, that doesn't help. That, that yeah. doesn't add to the. I just hate people. I you know the last band I saw I saw the Hold Steady. But I love gatherings. Isn't like, it ironic? <laughs> I saw the Hold Steady, and I think two thousand. 10 or 11 at the Vic and it it was such a bad experience I mean the band was awesome they were great but there were people they wouldn't let you you couldn't smoke inside there and I don't smoke but I think at a rock and roll show you should be able to smoke for sure okay they were giving away or not giving away they were selling beer in cans and of like Michelob golden or something with rust on the literally the top of the cans were rust gross um my buddy that was with me wanted to go to the, uh, go outside to have a cigarette, and they said once you're inside, you can't go out. And I was like, "What is a high school prom?" That happens a lot. I don't know what's up with that. It's like, give me a wristband and just let me. What well, are you doing? And it, the, the, but the, the people who were the bouncers or the people checking the tickets were like half my age, and, at my, and my buddy's age. And I'm like, really? You're yeah. like some 17 year old girl telling me I can't come back in after I, I'm going to go right like, here and smoke a cigarette. Like, we've I'm had right this here. conversation. I now. paid. You know, I paid. Right. So they have this rule that. The only reason you can leave the venue and come back in is if you go to the specific ATM machine that services that building, which is across the street. Oh, so if it makes some money. Then and then you need to bring your receipt 
to what? show them that you went to the ATM and you didn't just go out to smoke a cigarette. Because I guess technically you could walk across the street with a cigarette in your mouth, but you need to draw money out what of your ATM. What would be the issue of you going out to smoke? They don't want people coming in and out because Why? I guess they, they think people sneak in or they can't, you know, just You'd be like, dude, I'm the guy with the purposes. RoboCop shirt. You remember me. Like, we're cool. They won't. I'm telling you, that's how. And so I was, and then, that's crazy. They, but but at the same time, they had, it was, the show was like, I started at like nine or 10 o'clock at night. And these people brought their kid, like a four or five year old kid to the, to the show. And I'm like, you can't smoke, you know, the security are like teenagers. It just felt, and it just didn't, I don't know. It wasn't a good thing. Nah, man, I just felt too old. I really felt like I should be seeing Elton John now, not, you know, I felt Slayer. That, I felt that way a little bit. I went and saw Chevelle on uh, Friday night at the House of Blues. And I felt that a little bit because we happened to have, uh, like, we had an inn over there. And basically, if someone doesn't use a box seat, those little, uh, you know, a pie on the side, you always wonder, like, who's up there? Well, those I two to, Muppets. I got to be, yeah. I was, up, <laughs> I was over going, that wasn't half bad. <laughs> wasn't half good either. Oh! <laughs> yeah, what are the, oh, gosh. Waldorf and something i know one of their yeah, names man. yeah it's waldorf and something uh but yeah we got to you want to talk about like feeling old i always am on the floor or whatever and i used to just i'd pay more for it I'd whatever i want to be down where the sweaty people are and the pushing and the shoving and stuff that's what i'm into like i said i used to be in a corn man so i would go we got to be on the floor for corn so when he goes like Rah, we could all punch each other uh well we had we knew somebody so they you know they they escort you upstairs there's an elevator you go upstairs and everything smells like incense uh, there was tapestries everywhere. Like I imagine, if I was a pothead, I'd be like, "This place is like clove cigarette heaven." It smelled totally like that. Uh, there, were, but it was great because they did have a bar with uh, TV and the hockey playoffs. These <laughs> uh, Stanley Cup playoffs were on. I'm sure so, Chevelle appreciated that. Well, that was in the room. Like you couldn't see the band from that room, but it's like like a VIP. Like that's where the band goes afterwards to party. Right. But it was nice because if you were bored with them, you could go watch hockey. I did a little bit, but uh, it was cool, but it was minus everything you're saying, but I'm just up there. There's couldn't possibly have more elbow room. And I felt like, uh, uh, what's the word? I felt an like, aristocrat. I felt like pussified, which is maybe an aristocrat kind of, but I felt just you like one of those like pairs of glasses on a stick. I had the two little, uh, well, I had a monocle <laughs> right. and I was like, this can't get me close <laughs> enough. That's just because you're steampunk. Like those those opera. <laughs> yeah. I had those little opera glasses, right. and I was like, yeah, Chevelle. But uh, it was weird because Jane, uh, they come and they bring you. Where's I mean, I'm John drink- Wilkes Booth when you need him? <laughs> I'm drinking, <laughs> son of a bitch, you. <laughs> I'm drinking uh, whiskey and diets, and they're bringing them. And it was just so weird because I was like, this is awesome, and it's nice. I mean, it was Chevelle's. I'm not a huge. I've seen them a few times. I, don't even, I couldn't even tell you one song. With these. They they're they're not bad, but that's, that's not just so you know. It's not a surprise that I wouldn't be able to yeah. tell you one song. There's no sh- there was no show about it. You know what I mean? Right. Like I like people to burn calories. I feel like they weren't even sweating. Like when they got done. Um. So that kind of bummed me out. This was at the House of Blues. House I was telling Blues. you before the only the last not the only the last show I saw at the House of Blues. I would rather be up there because. I was on the floor, um, oh man, I don't know what year this was, 08, I saw um, uh, Dropkick, Dropkick Murphys. Murphys there. And like I said, when people were, they were stomping on the floor uh, for one of the songs and it felt like the entire floor was going to fall through. It was, I, I, the whole floor was vibrating. I'm like, man, You think this if you were 17, not... you would have worried about that? No. You'd just been like, no, it's a party. My, but... The guy I went with got his, his uh, molar kicked out of his mouth too. Really? So, some person that was, because uh, I went back to the bar. Like as soon as the I felt a that molar, on the floor, I was dude. like, I'm out of here. So I walked back to the bar, 
I'm leaning against the bar and he's up there and uh, we're in our thirties, you know, at the time still. And he, uh, some crowd surfer was wearing boots and, and just happened to come across and caught him. Like, you wow. know, kicked him right, bust, cracked his molar in half. That's like the ultimate, like, I'm too old for this yeah. shit moment. Here's the too old for this shit moment. Is when he came back, rigs. when he came back where I was, I go, I told you. <laughs> I told you. Now, what's Should it going to cost you in dental young. care? You don't even have a job right now. Who's I, paying for this? Because I ain't. Then you started going into the I'm paying for this rant. Like, we're yeah, all paying yeah, for this. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Now that yeah, you don't have a job, so you know who's paying? I'm paying. I just fixed your molar because you wanted to be an idiot. (laughs) I think you just went without a molar. (laughs) To be honest with you, but I, 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 it was weird. It was a, it made me feel a little bit older, and the fact that I was like, well, I'm up here. There was like a couple like girls up there too, and I was like, well, I I guess I know why you're here because you're not gonna go to, you know what I mean? I felt like the people downstairs were looking upstairs like that guy would never make it five minutes. How much extra were the tickets? Kill you guys. Uh, how much were they? Yeah, I was how much extra were they to sit up there? I didn't pay any extra. No, like mm-hmm. I said, we had an in somebody. If it's an unused, I don't know. I don't. We know were if friends they... of a friend of the band. Just sort of like then... as a as a uh, you know a throwaway here. Uh, if you ever get an opportunity, see the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Yeah. One of the one of the greatest shows, man. They we'll talk about a band who puts on a show. Those guys put on a show. Yeah, that's what I was missing. I wanted a little bit because when I went and saw the Toadies last week, I just loved their music so much. I you know I didn't care, but when I see a band that I'm like, you know, they're okay. Uh, I want them to do something. Well, I music festival. I guess you. I just remembered. I saw at Warp Tour uh, the first one that was in Chicago. I saw, um, and they were just part of a larger bill. But I saw the Mighty Mighty Boston. In fact, Dickie Barrett was standing behind me and my friends while Social Distortion or somebody was playing. Really? And I turned around and I was like, dude, that's Dickie. Like, this guy was like, I could have put my arm around him and three other people while we were just standing there. Super cool guy was talking to us for a bit. Went up there, kicked ass. And I mean, I, I like the Boston's all right. Yeah. But I mean, they really, they really work, man. They, 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 put, they really the put out yes. there. Uh, another really great band that I've seen live uh, was uh, the Jesus and Mary Chain. Really? Yeah, awesome band. Really? Yes, but this was during the automatic tour, so I don't know. Like after that, they sort of uh, that. W- I don't know if they've had anything that was as rocking as that record. Now, but... if they and Mighty Boston were no. playing outdoor festival, no. would you go? No, really? No, I just don't care. One of these days, it's I'm just too have... much of a whole day's thing, man. Who wants to see an entire <laughs> day's worth of bands? I've never uh, been to the Taste of Chicago ever. You know, I uh, I think once I have, I'm good on that too. See, it's the same thing. What's the difference? Amazing music is the difference. You could. I, I'll me. tell you what. I wouldn't do this at a music festival, but you might get me outside. I don't even like going outside to the world or whatever it's called now, the, the tweeter or whatever the yeah. hell that stupid place is. Yeah, Tinley. Um, I saw the Cure there, and it was so bad because I'm like, this is not a band you need to see at an outdoor. You know, this is somebody you see at the Vic, the Riv. The sun needs to not be around. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, and the only other band I will say, I see there the, um, uh, the, the uh, fuck, what's the band that sings uh, "Sex Is on Fire"? Jewel. Alanis Morissette, Kings of Leon. I saw Kings of Leon there too, and uh, it it poured rain. <laughs> And it was just <laughs> a miserable like a couple experience. Experiences of that outdoors. That between the fact it's not in your living music room, music and like, outdoor is just not. I don't think it, me- it meshes well. One of these days, I'll have to do some sort of segment where I tell tales from Lollapalooza '99. Totally, yeah, feel free. You want to talk about the outdoor festivals? Yikes. Yeah, 
There's, I actually put a, a video on my Facebook. I think it was from Live Leak or somewhere. This dude, he's at an outdoor music festival, and he he runs and he slides across the mud. And there's a girl that has her pants down and is urinating, and he slides right under. No. Yes, I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you freely. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I would it, for me, it would have to be, you know, outdoor festivals too. Rollins Band. The, the music seems to, the music seems to lose a lot too. If you're not in like. Um, like I said, like the Metro and the House of Blues right. are the last two places I saw a show. That's like you're in, and even that feels it's so big intimate. when you're there. But yeah, when you're outdoors, it's like you could be. You know what I would do? Like a band like Dave, I hate Dave Matthews, <sighs> but but a band like that to where it's like feel good, dancey kind of. We're all we're sort of in the background, and you're just doing your thing, and the band's playing. Kind of, yeah. Like that's that seems more like outdoor music Fish. to me. But I. I, 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 in plus, dude, Coachella and all this stuff. That's it's all becoming like uh, how these film festivals are. Um, Sundance, like and little booths and little like. Well, it's just like venues. oh, Kylie Jenner is going to be at this show. Like, who you know what I mean? It's right. starting to become like celebrity. I guess maybe it always was, but I just high society aware of it. types. Yeah, it's getting to be like uh, Bieber came on stage with Chance the Rapper. Like, who right. gives a shit about either one <laughs> yeah. of those dudes? You know what I mean? And that's, like, what's trending on Twitter. So, I don't like know. how you did it. that. <laughs> well, that's what they call a throwback. But Go speaking spit, of, Riggs. I know we've done, we've done a ton of uh, music talk. But and but here's the thing. <laughs> this envelopes perfectly into what we're talking about because uh, I wrote down on the board before we started, getting older uh, slash embracing even older music slash women. It's funny that we, we put this up because I started doing this thing now where I'm not always in the mood. And, and one day I'm going to like, one day when I get older, I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to go, oh, that's when I got old. It was episode 60, right. whatever. But I've been listening to, uh, like with Spotify, we were talking about earlier, I've been listening to like jazz stations and stuff like that because I just don't want, I got I got stuff to do. But I want something that feels good in the background. You like know Miles I mean? Davis, like 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 Coltrane, like Billie Holiday, stuff like that. I've been playing. You got other stuff to do, like what? Heroin in your bathtub? Yeah, porta porta potty. But yes, <laughs> yes. But yeah, I got things to do. So you know, like I, I've been uh, I've been listening to that, and I've been getting into this older, and I've always liked classic rock, but I've been getting even further back because I started going like. Just because we're the most self-absorbed generation does not mean we know everything for sure. We know the least, arguably. That sounds very much like something Tyler Durden would have said. We know the least. So I'm going back to these older generations going, what did they listen to? Why? What did it make them feel? And think that's they all were... they had. But we're talking about musicians. Now, I'm not going to just sit here and sit on the jazz bandwagon, but like at least they go, I'm going to listen to this guy because he's really good at his craft. Not because he writes a song called... Uh, Miss Big Booty or whatever the hell that uh, what the hell's the name of that dude it came out a couple of years ago booty 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 uh, booty rocking yeah, everywhere yeah. you know um, what I'm talking about oh, just Bieber just put in any awful music but uh, I know there is still good music being made I know that but I'm, I'm like there's this whole huge collection that they haven't been paying attention to and that also goes for women I <laughs> I'm into old women now cut that right there but i've uh been doing this thing i used to be the first one that would say uh women back in the day were not nearly as good looking because i feel like we've evolved hairstyles it may be and shoulder pads but you know how like a good looking woman maybe in the back of the day used to be thicker less done up you know what i mean i just said like you can't really improve on on kind of what take any sports illustrated from 
as soon as they started making like yeah as soon as they started making like swimsuit issues on and i was like there's no way that they look like this in the 20s christy turlington (laughs) oh so you do know a couple yeah all right of course so i've been thinking about that and i've been uh just looking at these older vintage weird you know pinterest stuff like that not naked people don't i'm not getting weird about it but like my wife has this thing with uh what is her name bridget bardot Mm-hmm. My wife has this thing like my wife does hair and makeup and everything, so she's always like that's been her like uh, if we were in that if they were in that muse, movie, like her muse, her totem or, or whatever the hell. So I was like, I don't get it, but I'm looking at these pictures of older women, and now I'm like, well, maybe you're not talking about older women. You're talking about now Golden Girls, straight up. <laughs> you're talking about the old school looks that pinup look. Yes, I'm. Yeah, I've always liked the pinup. Not the hybrid pinup look. Now the tattooed pinup look, but the, like uh, the Bridget old, Bardot, right. like Anne Margaret, Natalie Wood, like women from these aren't super old, but maybe you know fifties, sixties. Uh, and you, I follow like classic pics on Twitter, and they always show pictures Check, of like um, early Marilyn look Monroe, up. Grace Kelly, Ava Gardner, Julie Newmar. I'll keep going. I no, won't. You got I it. won't keep going. But yeah, but that's my. Th- it's weird that I'm starting, you can put a pin in the date that I got old because I'm like, maybe I should listen to jazz and look at Julie Newmar on the internet. Like, that's weird, dude, right? That's super weird. It's Catwoman. Yeah, right? But mm. that's Catwoman. Don't, She's the hottest Catwoman for sure. Yeah, don't sleep on old school Julie Newmar. <laughs> so that's my thing is I'm starting to discover older things, which means I'm paying even less attention to the current. So that's Liz always- Taylor was never that hot. I don't care what anybody says. Valid point. Dude, very valid point. People, I don't know why they make Liz Taylor and she's just not that. I don't high. get it at all. I don't either. I was doing this, you know, like uh, I don't know if it's Google Image or Pinterest or something, but I was looking at old like pinups, and I was finding all these porn women. Hub. I was looking at Pornhub, looking for women that were in their fifties. <laughs> it was way different, but uh, yeah, and and Liz Taylor came up a few times, and and you're 100 percent right. Never, I don't ever get it. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't. Some of them are worthy of the praise. Some of them, okay, maybe look at the competition. It wasn't as great or whatever, but uh, Liz Taylor never could look in. Yeah, so just, what does it I, mean I, that I'm focusing all my time on old music and women from the 50s? I don't know. What's maybe wrong with just, me? Maybe you're just, you're just bored of what's in front of you right now. I mean, I... Uh, <laughs> like, I hate the Kardashians so much that I'm, like, looking to Julie Newmar to find sexy things to see. On my uh, Spotify, I actually, like, yesterday I went and I started to make some song lists, one for like running or one, you know, whatever I started, I was just having fun making different sort of lists. Um, and you can find me under my name, obviously on, on Spotify and you can share my list. You can listen to my mu- the music that I pick. How do you put the songs in there? Like you have to, you don't have to buy them. You just hit like plus. I mean, I, I pay that it's a $10 a month service. Right. And then there's like a plus sign. You basically you go on your computer. So when you, but when you hear it, you basically like it or plus it, whatever. Well, I, you go on your computer and you get on Spotify and then you make a playlist, on, which is on your sidebar. And then when you find a song, you just drag it and drop it in there. And nice. so it'll come up on your phone. Do you let um, it happen organically as you hear it or do you search for it? Uh, no, I let it. I, I search for it because otherwise um, I'm looking for older stuff. Like I don't really like music that's out today. So most of it's stuff like I Benny remember, Goodman like, will never come up if I don't make it happen. <laughs> so... Um, I had I actually made a specific list, uh, a song list of just female artists, like anywhere from the Go Go's to um, uh, I'll probably you know there there's just any female singers. No, yeah, like, I like, what's her I like name? Chick uh, musicians. Fleetwood Mac. Stevie Nicks. Yeah. So I you can it has anything from the Go Go's to Stevie Nicks to Heart. 
to you know whatever else and just have like specific times uh where you just want to listen to female vocalists so you can make it's free to make as many playlists as possible but i feel the same way i also have uh i also have a jazz one um on my pandora which is like uh um i think big j mcneely charlie parker same thing so really? I, I, you're sort of. I, I've done this exact same thing. <laughs> You've gone through this. Before? Yeah, well, I just feel like, <laughs> man. I guess when you look at music nowadays and you're like, what else? I mean, it seems like they've done it all. Yeah. But if you go backwards in time, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. go, oh, I didn't realize they, this was here. Right, because I've 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 done that thing now to where I used to make fun of my sister for being so into the '80s because that's when she grew up. You know, uh, I've done that thing now where I've become that dude who loves his late '90s stuff. Like, oh, it's because when you grew up. And I was like, okay, well, I'm beating a dead horse, but I'm also looking at new stuff and going, meh. So maybe I should go backward. I mean, just based on the uh, the musical talent yourself. Like, the one thing about like jazz is you get somebody that plays it one particular instrument. So, And they're the focus of their band. Yeah. They're not a singer. It's instrumental. Yeah. Like, so dude's so on a like trumpet somebody's and playing a trumpet so good that the rest of the band is, is falling behind him. So that's pretty excellent to hear. So Yeah. So I don't know. That's happened to me. So I'm a, I'm, a, I'm officially getting old. So we covered sports a little bit. We covered uh, the music and uh, Brian Singer. News, 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 news. News, 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 Brian Singer. Brian Singer, I, uh, I, saw, I saw this article online, and again, I, I don't know if we should even, we could preface it if we want. This is an article, this is someone, someone is suing Brian Singer, so it doesn't matter if you're guilty or innocent. Oh, yeah, you specified. It's a 31-year-old guy named Michael Egan. He's suing X-Men director Brian Singer, which you did not know Brian Singer was gay. No, I didn't. I don't know why that ever... Why? How did you know? I don't know. I just feel like it came up all the time. There's like a theme through his X-Men movies that are kind of that way. Except I've, for Jennifer Lawrence. I'm not, Well, he didn't do the X-Men movie. He only did the second X-Men movie. That's why I love the one with Jennifer Lawrence in it so much. Uh, well, yeah. She wasn't in that one. She was in the new one. I don't think he did that one. First did class? He? Did he? She was in first class. Whoever I don't directed think he did that, that one. Did a great job putting blue stuff oh, on her. Oh, he did the second X-Men, the second one in the X, not Well, he picked the what's original. he picked what's her face to be Rebecca the naked. Yeah. So good on him for that. Good on him for everything he did. He picked well, Wolverine, right? I I've, I've, I've never heard that he is he was Well, he is. Apparently he's on front street about it and everything he does has been As he should be. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I don't know why you're on Michael Egan is suing X-Men director Brian Singer for $300,000, which is, I don't know where you come up with the number. Some people go like, oh, you hurt my feelings, like it's a million dollars for pain and suffering. This guy says, I only want $300,000, and here's why. Catastrophic psychological and emotional injuries that he claims- I feel like that's worth a little more. Right. Then $300,000, like maybe you can get something good and keep it, but you're still going to have bills. Uh that he claims that he suffered at his very groping hands. Specifically, Michael claims that he met Brian at one of the registered sex offender Mark Collins rector's parties, and the director allegedly 
took a liking to the young man. Who Why is there a registered sex offender party? The guy was a registered sex offender named Mark Collins Rector, who I don't know who that is, but I guess okay. he's a registered sex offender. And it's a party for him? Mm, he's a sex offender and he threw I a thought party. You, okay. Thank you for straightening that it's out. A, it's like, a theme party. And the I theme like, is man, registered sex offenders. Imagine the guy who accidentally walks into this party. The guy the guy shows up and he goes, <laughs> I thought it was a costume. <laughs> I thought it was costume party. Is that your Roman Polanski? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was hot tub party. All of a sudden, everyone's offending me sexually and being registered about it. Thank you. Uh, he allegedly took a liking to the young man who was 14 or 15 at the time. Why is this dude at the party? But Why is there a 15-year-old dude at the registered sex offender? Oh, I guess that's a really stupid f- question. I don't think so. <laughs> Wait a minute. Boop. Brian it's alleged- by Nambla. <laughs> <laughs> Brian allegedly promised Mike. Dude, you like Nambla and you don't like South Park. There's the funniest- I don't like Nambla. There's the funniest- Who likes Nambla? <laughs> I mean, you know who it is. Of course. There's the funniest South Park episode about that. Uh, Brian allegedly promised Michael a role in a movie before he <laughs> allegedly ruined his Was it a role life. he promised him? A role. He promised he would roll him. Uh, according to the lawsuit, Singer told Egan he was sexy and went on to masturbate the underage boy and perform oral on him. The director then <coughs> the director then told Egan to do the same to him, but the then minor says he resisted. They allegedly caused Singer to push the boy's head underwater. Where he finally got up for air, Singer again demanded he perform, and when he refused for a second time, the singer... <laughs> Took him out of the pool and forcibly sodomized him. So for that, he wants three hundred thousand. Do you call bullshit? Uh, I don't know if I call bullshit, but I think that's a little worse than somebody pouring hot coffee on your vagina. So I, I don't know that three hundred thousand. I don't know where they. Know, it the seems hot like co- the hot coffee's bad, but I, but we should take like one of these like ridiculous slander. You know what I mean? Like one of these stupid lawsuits. What? What? And this is in Los Angeles. Because maybe there's like so uh, only yeah, so, so much you can ask for. Or there's a, a bottom line or. Where do you come up with three? But what? Yeah, what it dude, seems like saying, a really crazy number. Like heinous. how you That's go, like Penn State shit. Like your defense attorney has a list of all the you know of, with different prices, and you're like, well, he did this check, 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 and you you add it up to that three hundred thousand right. dollar. So you didn't or, actually do it, no. But he did shove your head in the water. <laughs> he did. How deep was the water? Uh, temperature? Sixty seven, sixty eight. Three hundred thousand. I'll try to get yeah. you more, but right now I feel like you should start higher. If, you, right if your idea was three hundred thousand, you may you should ask for a million. Yeah, what if they go to court and after he pays his lawyer, like this, this, these things happen to him. The guy's like, "Well, you got sixty grand, but you're walking." Right, and that's the problem. Justice was served in <laughs> in the form of sixty grand. Awful, dude. Yeah, I know. I just, I, I think I just mentioned it in passing, and and uh, we were talking about Brian Singer, and he said, "What? Right, so you don't like superhero movies? What about X-Men? no? I do like superhero movies." I don't like do. Superman. You don't like comic book movies that you don't I do. like. That right. have I just don't like 300. Dudes from the Roman era. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like 300. It's a specific Mostly niche of Mc... shit you don't like. Just say you don't like that movie. What's even crazier is McNulty from The Wire is in it. I don't like it. So He's in 300? Yeah. What is he? I don't know. I didn't watch the movie long enough to realize it, but I know he's got his shirt off. He's one of the main uh, people. You know, I bet I just hadn't watched The Wire yet. Yeah, probably. When I, when I had seen 300. That's that's the main stuff I have in news. Uh that was a crazy week, man. I rented some tools. I broke them. I dug a six-foot hole in my garage. I got a lot of tails. But I can save those for another day. Anything else happen with you? What's going on with uh, Paul? I saw you wrote down Paulina Gretzky. Oh, Paulina Gretzky. That is uh, the pretty damn good-looking daughter of uh, the infamous Wayne Gretzky. She, I guess she's like hooked up or married. Forgive me for the details. <laughs> you wouldn't know it by her Instagram. I'll tell you that much. No? No. Why would she do? 
sluttied out. Yeah, well, that's what she's about. Oh, okay, yeah. She's, she's like Paris Hilton, but not as good looking. Really? I don't think she's as good looking. She's just a I don't social think Paris debutante? Yes. Okay, well, she's with, uh, I don't know if she's married, but she's, she's with a, a golfer, right? So they put her on the cover of the latest Golf Digest. Is it Lee Trevino? Lee Trevino. It is, actually. <laughs> it is Lee Trevino. He's just standing there shaking Wasn't his head. Yeah, I was just going to say from Happy Gilmore. He's just going, no, <laughs> shaking up with his palms upturned. <laughs> I freaking well, she, so she's, she's the daughter of Wayne Gretzky and Janet Jones, who's a supermodel. Correct. But she, yeah. she's, she's very good looking. She's got the body of Janet Jones and the face of Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> kind of. It's yeah, very off putting. Right. She's not she's not the most uh she's it, compared to the old stars to the new like we were right. doing earlier. Like I feel like now women are sexier, but they're not as beautiful. Right. You know what I mean? They yes. don't have any of the class. They have more like chiseled bodies. They have more but, points. Right. Like That's where what it is. where your boner goes to, <laughs> but they're not as beautiful. Right. Well, uh, not as classy. She, say she's certainly not that. Certainly not that. I shouldn't say that she's not beautiful, but yeah, she's known. She's got a, a very nice body. So she's on the cover hey. of uh, Golf Digest, and uh, she's got like a bikini top and whatever, and she's holding a golf club. So a lot of these these chicks that golf, who I don't know, I don't know if you're ready to handle this, but most women that golf aren't quite as good looking as a one Paulina Gretzky. Oh okay, yeah, you specify. Yeah, they're they're more. They're they're more more the not Jane as Lynch handsome type, yeah. They're chiseled as well, but it's different. But uh, yeah, so they're up in arms. Yeah, but why still. is this chick on Golfers Digest? Maybe it's golf. Why are Digest. we asking these questions? You know what I mean? Like, really, you really need to ask that question. Well, it's like they do that exactly. They did it before, like when when someone's on Vogue and they don't Kardashians on Vogue, and I don't deem her right. respectable enough. Or or when the uh, the Boston remember the, the the Boston Marathon bombers mm-hmm. they were on they, they put him on the cover Rolling Stone. In the picture, like he looked like handsome, like it looked like a rock star photo that he right. take. You look like Jim Morrison, and like uh, right, yeah. right. It wasn't a degrading photo, which I don't know how it would have been better or worse. But uh, yeah, some people were upset. Like, why is this? She's not a golfer, and it's like, well, because she looks good in a swimsuit. So exactly, and they figured out a way to tie her to golf in right. some strange way. So they're like, well, this works, right? And it could also be the question could be begged: Who the hell would ever read Golf Digest <laughs> if she wasn't on it, right? Like can you like that put that magazine on the map? Yeah, can you imagine like who? It will be the first time a lot of people see Golf Digest and the last. Yeah, so <laughs> I would argue that it's a very good idea, but people were upset because they put a sexy woman. I don't know, say people, people that are in a golf. I mean, Lee Trevino's happy about it, but he's ecstatic. He's over the moon. <laughs> he's got to get help, but he's <laughs> over the moon. I think he's dead. <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, but not because of that. <laughs> Either way, in other so, news, yeah, it was like this. It was this thing. Why? But but that's always the case. You sex sells. You put it on there. Yeah, no and one does. You got to pick your battles. And if you're if you're an upset uh, golfer, I won't call you lesbian. You can come out when you whenever you feel like you're ready. But if you're upset about it, just ask yourself why are they why are they put her on the cover and then say, oh yeah, that's why. Okay, yeah. I agree. Problem solved. Question for you. I, or another uh, another question that was written in a couple weeks ago that I, I totally forgot to get to. Um, what three things do you need a reference to do? Like, for instance, would you you know before you go get a tattoo? What three things? Mm. Whether it be going to you know, so not so much that I would be allowed to do. No, no. That- what 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 three things would you not would you not no way in hell do without a, a tattoo's reference? Tattoo is a great example, but even then, it's like. You never know. Tattoos. 
But you, I mean, hopefully as an adult, now a grown person, you wouldn't walk in and just get a tattoo. You'd, you'd go to people that you know have Wedding tattoos and look at their tattoo. That's a good one. Wedding DJ, because if someone says like, nah, I don't know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't stop playing Nicki Minaj, even though I asked them politely three or four times not to play any more Nicki Minaj. Wedding DJ is a good one. I would have to have a reference for that for sure. And I would even put that with a slash of photographer as well. Yeah, no, I think that, yeah, that's But I'm going to put those together for the sake of being long-winded. Jeez. Um, that's that's a lot of it has to do with music because the stuff just bugs you so much. Um, Tattoo is a good one, like you said. Uh, restaurant helps. You know what I mean? I won't say just the chef, but like... I would I, say I sort of reference. like ethnic restaurant because I or don't like need... more of a niche. Yeah, like Indian food. Never yeah. had it. But yeah. because I've, I've never heard anybody you've never had it. it? I, no, I've never I, you've never I, eaten at the Tandoor. Where'd it go? Is it is it not there anymore? It's got leveled. I don't know if they're doing a new one or. What, I don't know. But. It was it was hot pink, so it just didn't. It sort <laughs> the of building like, was so hideous. Yeah, it sort of like really distracted me from wanting to go there. I've never ever wanted to set foot in there. And you know, what, to be honest, back then I was a little less. Um, free with my eating like i was definitely a lot more picky dude that that place tan is there was a restaurant called tandoor and it was a shareville tandoor palace tandoor yeah. palace and it was definitely not no, a palace it's a palace in every it was at least word. 700 square feet no way no way was it that big no way was it that big <laughs> that included the dumpster in the back i'm going from the parking lot to the okay, end of cubic the cubic with the dumpster involved right. maybe uh i Wanted to eat Indian food for do for like years. I would see it and go. I'm gonna get one of these days. I'm gonna get Indian food because I would hear people talk about how great it was. I'm gonna get Indian food, but not who are really. these people that are talking about how great it is? I just hear things in passing. I didn't know any specific. You're people from Hessville. Who do you like, know that eats Indian food? The guy that lives in the other dumpster buying Hessville restaurant. The only thing you eat out there is beer can chicken. <laughs> so uh, I had been talking about it forever, and I was telling the wife like, "We're gonna do it. We're gonna get Indian food. We're gonna." And she's way more like I used to be. Like she's. She's got like a few things she likes. Don't mess with it. She knows what she wants. You know what I mean? Uh, she won't stray when we go to the menu. She'll get what she wants. Finally, I talked her into it. Just, just I'll, I'll buy. Just do it. You'll well, buy. You're married. Yeah, but still, I was trying to make it sound better. <laughs> All right. So uh, I was like, she said, okay, fine. We'll do it. So I went. I had no idea what to order. And I just told the guy, like, what do you think? What, what, what's good? What, what do you sell He's the like, most really of? nothing. You know, I don't, maybe take a fortune cookie. <laughs> and I was like, this place isn't even Asian. But uh, so he gave me some suggestions. Uh, it ended up being like fifty bucks or something. Which doesn't what sa- doesn't sound that crazy? But just for the two of sort us, sort of like for a niche, the whole I thing. Like you there. didn't know whether or not. But we got it to go. Like I went and picked it up, and it was still like it was almost like fifty dollars. Was there a lot of steak? No. Was this rice? Dude, it was just like weird smelling rice and some strange chicken tiki masala. It was some of it was pretty good. But some of it wasn't like not that not good enough to where you ran back. Then no, it, no, definitely not. But I think like I just basically told him like what's good, and so he pointed a few things, and I said, "Yeah, give me that." Just thinking, whatever. But that's like if you go to a pizza place and they go, "Well, stuffed pizza's good." Some people like this thin crust, and you end up buying like everything they have. So I took all these trays back home. My wife liked a few of them. I had all this leftover. I liked some of it, but it was it was the worst when you beg someone to do something for like two years. Finally, you do it. It cost double what you thought. It tastes half <laughs> as good as you thought. Although I did go back because they had a buffet, and therein lies the secret of a food that you don't know. Yeah, you go that to is, the buffet yeah. because you go unless well, it's at a strip club. You get <laughs> you can always just toss it. You know, like oh, I'll try this, I'll try that. So the buffet is where you really learn. I would say uh, for me, one of the big ones is uh, construction, like home construction. Definitely need a reference for that. 
uh, contract yeah. for sure. You don't go by the guy that leaves a note on your, you know, the thing on your doorknob that they're in the area looking to, hey, your no. roof looks met. No. Contractor is huge. We've yeah. had all that stuff. That's done. probably the biggest one for me. Mechanic, contractor. Babysitter. Tattoo, babysitter. Definitely. Yeah, those would be the, the ones that That's would a stick good one. out for me. What about masseuse? Nah, I don't care. No? Am I out of town and I'm looking for a happy ending? Yeah. What else, what else do they do? Oh, I don't know. I think they... <laughs> To pull your hamstring out if it's sore or something. Uh, no, yeah, I think I think those are those are definitely the most important ones. Movie, maybe those are the ones that stick out. Rentals, maybe movie, maybe I mean, band. There are also. certain people but, like, but you can always go wrong with no repercussion for my, that. Like, what is it? $10 my wife ticket? has a friend though that every movie this person has ever suggested has sucked. <laughs> She's the worst oh, recommender the worst ever. worst recommender ever. In fact, we should do a segment with her on here where she recommends a couple movies and I you show you. have her do a movie review of stuff we're never going to see? <laughs> yeah, she's like, Starman, it's a freaking great. <laughs> like, you know what's good? Xanadu. <laughs> He's like, I loved Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. The Crystal, no, skull. The crystal skull. Have you guys seen the Crystal Skull? <laughs> Phenomenal. Three words for you. Ooh, la, and la. I want to tell everybody uh, real quick, make sure you... you We've asked, I've asked a million times, go to the, uh, the, um, I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't know what the, I don't know what you guys, I mean, I guess I'm just going to have to agree. Like, oh, dude, just let me listen. Okay. We've gotten rid of the Squarespace webpage. Mm. So don't go to the Squarespace webpage anymore. It'll be there till the end of this month and then it will no longer be there. Um, in lieu of that, we do have a Tumblr page cause it's free, basically does the same thing. And I actually want to move away from the Facebook page. Uh, at, at some point only because the Tumblr page, um, it reaches every single person that you're, that's attached to that follows you. Whereas, you know, I've told you guys before the Facebook page, I have to actually pay if I want all the people that are my, that are following us on Facebook to actually, to see all the posts, which is a huge pain in the ass and it's a rip off. So, um, check out the Tumblr page. It's just a Hey My Man podcast at, you know, Tumblr, T-U-M-B-L-R. It's an app you get for your phone or your computer. Um, Check out Spotify. Tell a friend too, man. Yeah, that's huge too. Definitely, it's the biggest thing of all. Like I told you to it, because a lot of people are going to go like, "Oh, I don't really do talk radio. I don't listen." Or some people are really fickle and they listen to one and they go, "It wasn't the funniest thing I've ever heard." (laughs) That's not as funny as George Carlin, you know. So they go, "No," but uh, tell people that just repeat it to them that you're listening to a reference the show because that's so you at least have to listen to ten before you decide whether you like it or not. Say if you listen to it for three years and you don't like it. Call me a liar. I, I I look at it this way. What like you said? What does it hurt? You're driving from A to B. Put it on. Give it a shot. I don't yeah. have to tell you guys. You already listen. But I'm suggesting the way you could tell other people. Do tell a friend because we'd like to plan some bigger and better things, and we need a little bit more momentum to to do those bigger things. Otherwise, we'll keep doing. I guess what we're doing, but we have some things in mind, and it just takes a few more bodies. So. All right. Well, that is episode 67. Also, make sure you guys are using our click-through banner. Um, I know it's, not, like I said, it's no longer going to be on the Squarespace page, so I'll frequently put it up on the uh, Facebook page and on the Tumblr page. So use the click-through banner at Amazon. If you're going to buy anything on Amazon for the summer, pool noodles, whatever, you, <laughs> whatever you're thinking about buying, and it just uh, put some uh, coin in our pocket to help us uh, keep this thing going. Best so. thing about pool noodles, you can hit it and quit it. <laughs> All right, later. Can't keep it Unforgotten and it's